1873, a woman named Eliza Tibbetts received a plant that would change morning breakfast tables forever. Eliza and her husband Luther had moved to California from Washington, D.C. And back east, Eliza was an activist and a suffragette. She marched with Frederick Douglass to the Capitol to demand the right to vote. In California, she and her husband were one of the first residents of a new farming community in Riverside. Eliza was also interested in her backyard garden. And she wanted a plant that would thrive in this new, warm, subtropical weather of her adopted California home. So she wrote a friend, a friend who happened to work at the Department of Agriculture. And she asked that friend for something to grow. He sent her three buds from a species of an orange tree from Brazil. As the story goes, she planted the trees outside of her kitchen. She watered them with old dishwater. One was trampled by a cow. But the other two, they thrived. And her trees grew into the variety we now call the Washington Naval Orange. Eliza's trees kicked off an orange fever, what was called the second gold rush in California. Oranges were featured at local fairs. A county was named after the fruit. You might have heard of it. And growers went wild over the trees. Oranges became big business in the state. Today, citrus goes well beyond the navel orange. There are thousands of varieties and types. And there is one place at the University of California, Riverside, that has almost all of them. It's a place that is preserving two trees of every single variety. I'm Dylan Thuris. Come with us on a visit to the Jividon Citrus Variety Collection. It is truly the Noah's Ark of citrus. For your next vacation spot, check out Texas for their vast landscape of culture, regions, destinations, and activities. Explore 350 miles of coastline and every kind of hiking trail from strenuous to wheelchair accessible. Enjoy world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Travel Texas even offers an online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. With chocolate treats mixed into dark chocolate ice cream, the Tillamook Chocolate Collection is a chocolate game changer because the thing that pairs best with chocolate is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. Since Eliza's navel oranges took off, growers have experimented with all sorts of varieties of citrus. And the Jividon Citrus Variety Collection was founded in 1910 to protect this diversity and preserve the truest types of each kind of citrus, both for supermarkets and for science. And the collection sits on about 20 acres with over 2,000 trees. That is 1,050 different varieties of citrus and citrus relatives. It smells different and different times of a year. In late February, early March, we have lots of blossoms and they 
they smell just incredible. It's like a little bit, if anything, a little overwhelming at times because it's just so intense. This is Tracy Kahn. Her official title here is the curator of the collection. She sees herself as kind of like the guardian of this arc of citrus. I'm the one where the buck stops in terms of making sure this collection is protected. So I am responsible for making sure the two trees of each of these 1,050 types are being cared for. Tracy is also a botanist. She wrote her PhD dissertation on something called self-incompatibility in citrus. She just really loves this fruit. Oh, citrus is really cool for many, many reasons. The actual fruit is called a hesperidium, uh, which is a weird word, but it's kind of interesting because a hesperidium is a modified berry. But we don't think of like oranges being like a berry. It's a modified berry with a leathery rind. That's right. Citrus is a modified berry. It kind of makes sense when you think about the actual fruits, or I guess modified berries. But I certainly never thought about it that way. It was one of the many things that blew my mind when hearing from Tracy about citrus. It all got me thinking, what is citrus really? Obviously, you, you got your oranges, got your lemons, but what else? What is the bigger picture? Something that Tracy said is that there are, are thought to be five basic biological species that make up the citrus category. There are pomelo, a mandarin, a citron, this thing called a small-flowered pepita, which is called citrus macanthera, and the last one is a kumquat. Some botanists and geneticists say that there are more than that. Some people think there are up to 10. One thing they all agree on is that they came out of a very specific area of the world. And what we do know that citrus originated six to eight million years ago in Southeast Asia. And then what happened is there were migrations out of that area way before there were humans, and then once humans were around, we started moving citrus around the world. Humans also started breeding these fruits, basically creating hybrids between species, and then hybrids of those hybrids, and just choosing ones with interesting and tasty mutations. For example, an orange is a cross between a pomelo and a mandarin. The arc of citrus, this ultimate citrus orchard, just contains a huge range of citrus fruits. There is something called an Australian finger lime, also known as citrus caviar. My husband used to say they look like coyote turds, which would not have been very marketable, but they're generally purplish green on the outside. The cool part is when you cut them open. So when you squeeze an Australian finger lime, they come out like little bubbles. They are very acidic and flavorful and aromatic. They sort of taste like pop rocks, but more fresh. Hearing from Tracy, it just dawned on me that my citrus experience was wildly limited. It's like the scene in The Wizard of Oz where the Technicolor kicks in. Well, Tracy lives in that dazzling citrus of Oz. <laughs> and I am still stuck in Kansas, eating a, a normal orange. There are things the size of a pea to ones bigger than your head. Colors range from red to orange to purple. There are even striped fruits in the collection. 
They're all types of blood oranges, which when cut open can be totally dark to streaks of red that look like sunset. The Buddha's hand is a particularly weird-looking fruit. It has these brightly colored yellow segments that look like fingers intertwining in some sort of spooky Halloween decoration. There is still even more citrus to be found and more citrus to be created. Tracy is on the lookout for new varieties all the time. She talks to other researchers. She attends conferences. There is a worldwide database that keeps track of all the citrus out there. But just because something tastes great doesn't mean that it will always catch on. Fruit is not immune to the fickle preferences of the public. It's like anything else we consume. Sneakers, albums, it needs to look great, have a catchy name, and something that draws people in. It's got to have that weird fruit it factor. So there's a blood orange for a number of years I've been excited about because I think it has a unique flavor called Bakuspa, and it came from Tunisia. But it doesn't peel very well. It's very juicy, so it becomes an absolute mess. It's not something that's going to take off commercially just because it's not going to have the same cachet as something like a navel orange or caracara. There are a couple of criteria that tend to give citrus that special something, that extra cachet. And we tend to um, be attracted to things that are fine textured and brightly colored. Now people are get excited about things that are seedless as well. And the nice thing about like mandarins versus oranges is that it, it's easy to peel. You can eat one in the car and not get the steering wheel sticky. The arc of citrus serves as a sort of living genetic database where scientists and growers can tweak things, choose for specific traits, and try to create new hybrids. They might spot a tree growing a different type of fruit caused by a tiny genetic mutation, or they might take a tree with, say, delicious-tasting fruit and cross it with one that has peelability. Crossing trees, of course, is a time-consuming process. You take pollen from one, you put it into the flower of another. It can then take up to a year to even get a seed and then decades before a new variety is released. According to Tracy, there is one variety that has been one of the biggest citrus drops since the navel orange. The peel is a bright, deep orange. It is tiny, squishy, and fits in your palm. It's virtually seedless and has the perfect balance of sweet and sour. The official name is Tango, but you may have bought it as one of the varieties sold under the brand name. Cuties. It was one of the most significant new varieties since the Washington Naval. I've heard growers say that. So that's over 100 years. But we have had other varieties are newer than Tango, but they haven't necessarily taken off in the same way. Of course, the collection is used for more than just producing tasty fruit. One of the biggest threats decimating backyard trees and citrus farms is called citrus greening disease. It's a bacteria carried by a small insect. Infected trees produce green, bitter fruit and eventually have to be taken down. In Florida, there are estimates that 80% of the trees used in the citrus industry have been infected. The disease has also made its way to California. And this is a very big threat facing the collection. There was a day that I, I definitely freaked out. 
fairly royally. It's been a crisis for quite a while, but it is a very hard disease to, to get a handle on. Scientists are using the genetic data found in the orchard to try and make more resistant trees. One of the things we have in our collection, what do we call Australian citrus relatives that are actually resistant to that disease. So that allows us to do breeding of new citrus varieties that where we can breed in the genes could perhaps impart this resistance to common commercial types. But it's, you know, it's a detective game. They're also building a kind of a arc inside of the arc. They're building a giant screen steel and cement structure as a backup. And inside, they'll be putting in some of their most valuable citrus varieties. This is all part of Tracy's job as the guardian of the citrus collection. We know how much diversity we have and how rich the diversity can be and how wonderful different things can taste and smell and I think we have to be aware of that so that we can protect that. For people who never knew about it, they're not going to know what they missed, right? Amazingly, one of Eliza Tibbetts' original navel orange trees, one of the trees that sparked all of this citrus diversity in the U.S., still stands in Riverside, just a few miles away from the Jividan Citrus Variety Collection. Currently, there are no public tours of the collection, but the whole thing is cataloged online, and you should really go do a deep dive and find yourself a new favorite citrus. This episode was produced by Alexa Lim. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Stitcher Studios. The production team includes... Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Manolo Morales, Baudelaire, Gabby Gladney. Our technical director is Casey Holford. This episode was mixed by Luce Fleming. And our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you next time. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream is a total chocolate game changer. We start with unbelievably creamy dark chocolate ice cream. Then we add different chocolate treats like chocolate cookies, chocolate cake, or chocolate brownies to make four decadent chocolate flavors. Because sometimes the thing that pairs best with chocolate (laughs) is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.